go. Okay, on today's featured, I'd like to highlight a minor but standout character from one of my favorite movies and a movie that's gonna be big now for the next Halloween and Christmas season. And that's the Harlequin Demon from The Nightmare Before Christmas. Now you might not know who that is just by his name, but you'll recognize him from his orange and green scaly body, his snake-like little hair, the way his top of his head completely separates from the bottom, <laughs> and his amazing sense of fashion. He is the monster in Nightmare Before Christmas that makes hats. He tries to make one out of a rat. This old rat. Yes. <laughs> he is a genius. And then it gets switched, switched to a bat. And he was voiced by Greg Proops, who you might know from Whose Line Is It Anyways? And he's just amazing. He's, he's only in it for a few seconds, but he steals the whole show. And I love him. And I wish they made his hats for the parks. <laughs> Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. The marvelous galaxy. The uh, Disney, yeah. Hello and welcome to this week's Marvelous Galaxy of Disney. My name is Sean. My name is Alan. And that beautiful, I can't say that on this show, lovely voice <laughs> was Jesse. Hi, Jesse. Hi. So Jesse is Rachel's cousin. A lot of people get them mixed up so people won't know that you're not Rachel because Rachel's not here. True. I am not Rachel. <laughs> it's a little improvement this week. Yeah, yeah, much better show this time. We won't have to hear. <laughs> hey guys! <laughs> and because he was here, we have Chris on the show. Hey guys, it's me. <laughs> I have returned. You have returned. So yes, Rachel is hard at work on her van life, getting it ready to. Uh, be rented out, so we hijacked two people to replace her because it takes two people to replace her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shall we get started? Let's do Let's it. Let's do it. Yeah. Alan, where are we starting? We are starting in Galaxy. 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 <laughs> so first off, it looks like Rogue One is returning to theaters. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Only in IMAX theaters. Only in? Yes. And it's part of the promotion for the new series Andor. Um, with it, they are going to show a six-minute clip of Andor as well, too. So it's a little cross-promotion. But yeah, if you haven't had a chance to catch Rogue One in theaters or you want to see it again in theaters... <laughs> It's going to come out August 26th to select IMAX theaters. Are we going? Okay. Uh, yeah, duh. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. yeah. So why do you think Rogue One has made kind of the splash that it did in the Star Wars universe? Well, I think it was one of the first movies that was outside of the trilogies, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think that was like something new and it was just a new, different or like a new concept because you kind of knew what the ending was going to be. <laughs> they all died. <laughs> yeah, but they did it in a great, 
great story. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it's a good area to look into, too, the rebels and how everyone besides, you know, Luke Skywalker, there's this whole rebel <laughs> alliance. Yeah. There's all these people. What were they doing? So it's really interesting to delve into to them and these other characters. Yeah, I agree with that. And especially because, like, that's all you hear them talk about is, like, oh, like the rebel alliance and, like, they have to take down the Empire. But, like, it's, like, Luke and Leia and Han. So, like, yeah, good to see the people that are, like, behind them, like, putting all the, like, brunt work together. And yeah. are more normal people. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. We can't be Jedis, but we can be rebels. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And I think if Rachel were here, she'd probably want to talk about the fact that she has a friend who lives in London who worked on Rogue One. So she had some inside scoop where they had to redo the ending three times because Disney felt it was too dark. Well, it was sad. It was, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so you can imagine as sad as the ending was, they said it was too dark as it was. (laughs) (laughs) So I think probably, in my opinion, the way they kind of cleaned it up is the whole scene with her going out to the beach and kind of getting to watch as the planet is destroyed. So, yeah. I want to see that darker version. I know. I want to know why it was so dark. Yeah. We, should, we should search the interwebs for it. We should. Mm. We will find it I'm sure somewhere. It's there. <laughs> yeah. You know what we wouldn't have to search too hard to find? What? Pictures of Oscar Isaac. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> We're big Oscar Isaac fans here. <laughs> so, um, he said that he's open to returning to Star Wars. Yeah. And this is news because... He, in a previous interview, he mentioned that he doesn't want to go back to any Star Wars movies because there was a bit of burnout that he experienced. But I guess that he forgot about that. And now he (laughs) wants to be in more Star Wars movies again. Well, and I feel like things change because after you do what probably like six, at least six years of like filming and traveling to promote the movie, you probably do get burnt out. But then once some time has passed, you want to do it again. Yeah. How would we want to see him in a new Star Wars movie? I feel like he would get his own, kind of like Han Solo had his own Mm -hmm. movie. Like, standalone him having his own adventures. Which would work. That would work, because he's a very fun character. Yeah. Yeah. And very attractive. And how did he get to where he is in, you know, being the top pilot? In the comics I'm reading now, it explores his parents. Like... I'm at one right now where it's right after Return of the Jedi and um, his mom is taken captive and his dad has to try to save her because he doesn't want his child to grow up without a mother. So I can see them like doing a movie that kind of fills in those gaps of Leia knowing the parents and seeing Poe kind of grow up in flashback and like he's doing something cool after the trilogy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That'd be cool. Yeah, and I think it would fit in his schedule too because he does say like he's busy family and stuff like that so if there's just like one spinoff movie i think that's probably more feasible than him doing another set of three movies too yeah or he could get a disney plus spinoff like the obi-wan one. No, that's true. yeah yeah hopefully he's just not too busy being apocalypse because i really uh, yeah. didn't like that movie nothing against him <laughs> <laughs> so yeah oscar i know you're listening <laughs> we're all yeah. very open to you doing this movie we love you here I mean, he always jumps into my DM, so... Stop it! <laughs> Speaking of jumping, let's jump over to Disney! 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 Disney. 
Disney. So, speaking of jumping, let's talk about those prices at Disney. (laughs) 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 Well, Disney Plus. Um, Yeah, the Disney company itself announced that they are increasing the prices for Disney Plus subscriptions across their various platforms. So, first off, Disney Plus, there's going to be now an ad-supported version, which is the same price as what people are currently paying right now, $7.99. But if you do want the higher tier version without ads, um, that will cost people now $10.99, so a $3 per month increase. Um, Hulu is also going up by $2 a month, so it's going to be $12.99. Well, $12.99 to $14.99, depending on what plan you have, and that will be starting October 10th. Um, And then ESPN Plus, I if you subscribe to that as well, that will go up to nine ninety nine per month, which is a forty three percent increase from what it currently is. Oof. Oof. Yeah. I mean, does Disney really need more money? They think so. <laughs> yeah. More on that later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, as long I just hopefully better or I know great it has great content right now, but like I hope this brings more awesome content with the price increase. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like bygones of what streaming used to be where there weren't any ads and Mm. yeah, so it's, we'll see how their subscribership looks like once this price increase happens. I feel like it's not going to change, you know what I mean? Like people still love Disney, like I think there'll be the people that'll be like, God, this is so stupid. Like why would they do it? And then they'll they'll do it. They'll do it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We're used to being repeatedly kicked by Disney and saying, thank you. Yeah. And I I mean, honestly, because what's going to happen too is because like, so we don't have ads now. Wait, do we have ads now? No, 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 we don't. That's what I thought. Yeah. We don't have ads right now. So, right. So then they're going to be like, Oh, well now we're going to have one with ads and what, and then everybody's going to go up to the higher one because they're already used to not having them. Like it, Mm -hmm. I hate to say it, but it's like a smart marketing strategy. It is. Yeah. Yeah, and we've seen this happen with, like, Hulu. Luckily, Netflix hasn't done this yet. But, yeah, a lot of streaming services, Paramount Plus, do have commercials, even though you're paying for it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, uh, maybe they wouldn't be so money-hungry if Lightyear did better in the box office. It's all Lightyear's fault. <laughs> <laughs> no, we all really like Lightyear here, but the reason it's coming up again is uh, I was a little shocked by this. In Malaysia, Lightyear got an 18-plus rating on the streaming service. Is it all just because of that kiss? Just because of that kiss. Yeah. That's crazy, dude. Like, right? Wow. Because kissing is sex, basically. Is it? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. I've had a lot of sex. <laughs> <laughs> this is a family show? No. This is a family show? Yeah, so it did get an 18 plus. At least, I, I can say at least they're allowing it to be seen in their country, yeah. unlike other countries. But still, it's crazy over just a kiss. Yeah. So how do you think this will affect the youth of these countries that are being affected by light years ratings or not being seen? Well, I mean, I think it's just going to be driving home the, the, like, idea that, like, you know, being gay or LGBTQ plus, you know, adjacent is just, is, like, not okay. You know what I mean? I think that's the, the message that it's driving home, and I, I, I don't think that's very great. Or, yeah. like, you can't even talk about gay subjects until you're, like, an adult, which is crazy. Right, because, you know, people understand these things about themselves before being an adult. Yeah. I just hope that 
Disney doesn't take it and not let people do anything like this in the future. Because I feel like there's already, it's already been so hard to even just get this little kiss in a movie. Right. Mm -hmm. So if the box office numbers are that bad, I just don't want them to be like, well, we can't do it because... The numbers say, yeah. Yeah. We have to have it in these markets and they're not going to let us, so... Yeah, I agree. And I think we talked about this before, but the fact that Lightyear is on streaming two months after it's in theaters is too soon, in my opinion. Like, I think people are getting trained just to be like, I'll just wait for it to come to Disney+. Plus." Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like a lot of the... I agree with that, because I hear a lot of people, like, after I go see, like, a Marvel movie, and I'm, like, so excited. I'm like, oh, my God, did you see, like, Thor or whatever it be? And they'll be like, oh, no, I'll just wait till it comes to Disney+. Plus." I'm like, really? Like... You don't want to, like, enjoy the theater experience of, like, seeing it in either IMAX or whatever. And I don't know. Just I feel like seeing a movie in the theater is so much different than just, like, sitting at home and watching it. Yeah. Because I feel like even, for example, Minions, like, I really want to see it, but I was kind of lazy. I was like, I'm just going to wait for it to come to streaming because they come to streaming so fast now. Yeah. But for some reason, I'm always there for any Disney, Marvel, Star Wars, like, opening day. I'm not going to wait for that. Yeah. Well, I saw Lightyear when it came to Disney+. Plus, <laughs> But I have to say, this was kind of a hard sell because it's not Toy Story. It's like, a you know, the whole concept, I think, was tricky for people to get their heads around. And I wasn't that excited about it mm. um, because it's, it's like, what is this? It's the movie that the toy is based on. But <laughs> what? <laughs> so it wasn't something that I was like, I got to go. So... I imagine that a lot of other people might feel the same way that are thinking it's going to be one thing and then not really understanding what it's supposed to be. I actually thought that that was an interesting concept that it was the movie that Andy watched that got him to like Buzz Lightyear. Cause like my, my thinking was like, because I was curious before the movie came out, I was like, okay, they're doing a movie about Buzz Lightyear, but Buzz Lightyear is a toy. So like, what is this about? Like, mm-hmm. I don't get it. So then when I, when I saw that and that's what it said, I was like, Oh, and then I, that like that, like drew in my interest even more because I was like, Oh, so like now we get to see like why Andy loved Buzz so much. So that, that was my take on it. Yeah. Yeah, because I think you're right, Jesse. Once you're in the theater, they make it apparent that mm-hmm. it's the movie that the toy's based on. But in the previews, that's not as easily understood. I think they could have done, like, a visual of Andy, like, watching Buzz and the camera, like, going into the TV or something to make it more apparent in the preview. Yeah, that would have been better because I think I had heard about it, but just until I saw it and they fully just said it before the movie, yeah. like, this is what it is. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. I, fully, I fully get it. Would we want to see uh, more movies based on, like, where Woody's from or Bo Peep's story, things like that, or are we kind of done with this? I mean, they did show it on in Toy Story, the Woody's mm-hmm. Roundup show. That's what he's based on. Mm-hmm. There's more story there. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even remember that, but I mean, I, I feel like I f- I feel like Buzz is such a is such like a pivotal character in Toy Story. Like I feel like they like they needed to give him some sort of like origin or like where is this character from? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's true. I, I don't really necessarily feel like I don't necessarily feel like I like if they were like oh we're gonna do a Woody movie I'd be like I need to see that. <laughs> oh no That's not that i don't dislike woody you know what i mean but like if, if you think of if you think of buzz and woody like who's the character you're going to be more interested yeah. in you know what i mean okay fine what about duke kaboom 
<laughs> you're proving yes. his point even more. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get what you're saying though, because I mean, like a- even Andy in the movie, he was more excited about, about Buzz, Buzz right. than he was with Woody. Like what Buzz has, because his story hasn't been told as much in the movies, you can do so much more than than Woody's. Right. So yeah, I would watch Duke Kaboom. <laughs> Just you. Just me. (laughs) Just Sean. (laughs) All right, let's move over to Marvelous. 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 Oh, my glob. I have the greatest news ever. Are we all sitting down, listeners? Are we sitting down, favorites? I'm standing up. Oh, no. <laughs> so uh, Disney Plus has just recently announced, and it's already done. I checked. The X-Men 92 cartoon is now in story order for the episodes. Because we've talked about on Solving for X, there were a lot of production issues. There were... Um, uh, like one of the episodes in season three aired in season five, and it happens to be a pivotal episode where Jean comes <laughs> back to life. <laughs> <laughs> so it used to be you have to like try to find the order online or in mm-hmm. Eric Lewald's book and try to watch it yourself, but now Disney has officially just put them in the actual story order. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Time to go back and watch again. Yeah, and listen to Solving for X. What's that? Ah! (laughs) So that's very exciting. I'm happy to not have to uh, consult my directory every time I want to watch an episode. And probably good for people who didn't watch it before. Yeah. Because just as an example, in season one, the X-Men are flying back from a mission and they come back and the mansion's destroyed. Mm -hmm. And it turns out it was Juggernaut who did it. And then if you watch it in order on Disney+, Plus. The Juggernaut episode happens before <laughs> before they come back to the mansion because that's the way it was produced because those episodes got lost basically. So yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I like that back then they were just like, eh, it's kids. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much, pretty basically, much. We, put it on here. we were we weren't going to question it. We were just right. going to like, oh, it's so cool. <laughs> You see some, like, 10-year-old online, he's like, but in episode... Plato. Plato. But in case you get through all of those episodes, lucky enough, we do have She-Hulk coming out this Thursday. And if you want more information or you want to date her, <laughs> you can go on Tinder. <laughs> yeah, apparently people are seeing her profile. Well, Disney made a profile on Tinder, and people are oh seeing it as they swipe, which is such a brilliant marketing like, campaign. Yeah. Is she under the name Single Female Lawyer? <laughs> single Green Female. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I thought that's just so clever that the Disney did that and worked with Tinder because... You wouldn't expect to see an ad for a TV show on there. Right. Yeah. Does she match with people? I don't know. <laughs> That'd be weird. I know. I'm not watching this show. I'll you let you know in me. just a minute. <laughs> the answer's no. And I'm going to go get a drink. So, yeah, She-Hulk comes out this Thursday. I'm excited that we're going to see Red Hood, who's played by, I don't know his name, but the guy who stars in uh, In the Heights. You usually know these people's names. 
Um, yeah, <laughs> but it's escaping me. The main character. Oh, um, Anthony, Us- Ramos? Anthony Ramos. Yeah, Anthony Ramos is Red Hood. We also have Daredevil coming back. Disney has kind of warned, or Marvel has warned, that we're going to get a softer Daredevil than we did in his uh, solo show. He's not going to be blooding people <laughs> so no. much. Which makes sense. Yeah. So we will have a spoiler-filled review next week for you on She-Hulk Episode 1 and whether we match with her on Tinder. (laughs) (laughs) But in the meantime, we got the I Am Group show, which is five episodes, about five, six minutes per episode. So it's a pretty quick watch. Alan and I got a chance to watch it. What did we think? I thought it was cute. Um, Yeah, they're all short episodes, um, so it's a quick watch. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, I like how he's has his own like show and you can see more of him. Um, but yeah, it starts out with him, like the beginning of Groot and then just like uh, these other episodes. Yeah. You get to see him still in the pot, yeah. like kind of growing from the pot. Uh, you get to see a small cameo of one of the other guardians. It's a really cute, really fun show. I laughed. I didn't cry and I didn't hurl, but I laughed. It's a funny show. <laughs> Is it still Vin Diesel? It's still Vin Diesel. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I like that Disney's doing these little little five, six-minute ones, like the Olaf ones, the Baymax ones. Mm-hmm. They're fun. Yeah, I haven't watched Baymax yet, but I oh, love the good. Olaf ones. Those yeah. ones are so funny. Oh, the Olaf ones were amazing. <laughs> I think I still like those ones a little more than I like the I Am Groups, but the I Am Groups are really good. I haven't watched them yet. I'll have to watch them. That's why I didn't ask you about it. Rude. Yeah. You were just here. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about Mark Ruffalo, girl. Yeah, so he uh, ruffled some feathers. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you know, he's going to be part of uh, She-Hulk. So someone asked him, I guess, like, what do you think about Star Wars randomly? And he said that he uh, thinks that Star Wars is repetitive. It's not as cool as the MCU where um, there's a lot of spinoffs and sequels in the MCU or in the yeah Marvel Cinematic Universe, so he's saying that like Star Wars is just kind of like there's no innovation with it. But I don't know. Do you agree with it? I will agree to him with him up to a point in that I feel like to me what was kind of a strength and a weakness of the sequel trilogy is that it did mirror the original trilogy, which I kind of liked because we got to see it told in a slightly different way, but it was a little repetitive. Yeah. I, I feel that Star Wars now is learning from Marvel and that doing all these like spin-off shows as Marvel has been doing that like that's how you can kind of you know do new things instead of yeah like what you said kind of start another trilogy that's similar to one in the past. But he does realize they're all the same company now, right? That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, yeah. Don't just come and don't you want to be in one? You're already working for them. Be nice, and you could end up in a Star Wars movie, yeah. Mark. <laughs> Mark was like, I was already in Marvel. I don't need to be in Star Wars. <laughs> hey, I would be in every franchise yeah. I could. Uh, money. Longevity. Yeah, so I would say with the new, especially like Mandalorian changed the landscape of Star Wars, I would not agree with him anymore on that statement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, one thing we just learned... 
there's an X-Men Easter egg in Thor Love and Thunder. Oh my glob, what is it, Sean? Oh tell them. Glob. I literally just showed you like 23 <laughs> minutes ago. I said tell them. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> so apparently you can see uh, Sidorak uh, in the Hall of Gods just chilling. I didn't notice this, but I saw a picture. So I'll have to go back and watch it when it's on Disney Plus. See if I could see him. Chris, who's Sidorak? Well, for those of you that don't know who Sidorak is. Thank you for is. your time. So Sidor- <laughs> <laughs> Who invited you? <laughs> anyway, so um, for those of you that don't know, if you do know the Juggernaut from X-Men, who is not actually a mutant, but he's actually powered by the gem of Sidorak. Um, so that is the god that essentially gives him his power. And he is apparently in Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah, so if you want to be an eagle eye and see if you can spot him, he basically looks like Juggernaut, but more like, uh, what's the word? Like, it's his natural body type thing, not a suit. Yeah. But Juggernaut resembles Sidorak, since that's the god that he's based on. So that's cool. We're getting closer and closer. I know. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. (laughs) So excited. (laughs) Um, Another piece of news from the MCU, there are heavy rumors right now. But Tony Stark is coming back. Ooh. But there's a caveat. Ooh, what is the caveat? They're looking for a new actor to play him. It's not going to be Robert Downey Jr. Interesting. And there's another caveat. Oh. They're looking for a new actor to play him who's younger <laughs> than Robert Downey Jr. But so there's another caveat. <laughs> They're looking for a younger actor to play him from another dimension another universe oh okay okay i feel like that makes sense for what though probably to tie into the secret wars but i'm gonna be honest i'm not that excited iron man's boring yeah (laughs) iron man's never been one of my favorite heroes and i also thought too that you know with iron heart coming like i was like that's gonna be the passing of the torch for iron man so i'm kind of surprised that they're like you know, we need to bring Tony Stark back. But, however, like you said, we do have Secret Wars, and I feel like that makes sense. Would he be a big part of it, though, or would it just be a cameo? Um, I'm guessing he'd probably be a heavy cameo. Let's put it that way. Like, I don't think <laughs> okay. he'd be, a, like, the star of the movie, but he'd probably be in it. Like an Andrew Garfield? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, as long as it's not Tom Cruise, I'm happy. <laughs> I know. Agreed, yeah. I'm glad that to I mean, part of me does want that to be fulfilled because, mm-hmm. like, they offered it to him first, but I just really don't like Tom Cruise. Yeah. No, 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 please don't, please don't ruin the MCU with Tom Cruise. Thank yeah. you. But yeah, we do have Ironheart coming and we still have War Machine. So it's like, why do we need to shove Ironheart yeah. back in the yeah. mix? <laughs> But I'm sure it'll be cool. We'll be excited no matter what happens. Any more caveats? No more caveats. Okay. <laughs> that, that was a while ago. <laughs> For our next caveat, let's move over to Parks and Rec. Yeah. <laughs> it's a world of Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. So most of us are key holders here. Unfavorable ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you are unfavorable. Unfavorable. Uh, supposedly. So there was an interview with uh, Bob Chapek, and he mentioned that, you know, profits um, couldn't have been as good as they were expecting because there is an unfavorable attendance mix in the park. 
Um, and a lot of people are linking this with the Magic Eholder renewals because right now we don't know what's happening and if it is going to happen. So some people are, are thinking that he's referring to path, or key holders as being unfavorable park attendees. Um, yeah, what do you think about that? I don't agree. <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do to figure it out. I think they can't take away annual passes or magic keys forever. Mm -hmm. Because even if they want more day ticket people, magic keys aren't going to buy a bunch of day tickets. Yeah. It's just not going to translate like that. Like if I didn't have my key, I would go once a year. Yeah. Whereas if I have it, I go more like once a month. And we spend money. Mm -hmm. We buy merch. We buy food. So I get they might want more day ticket people. But yeah, they also, I think, are, are comparing a lot of people to Disney World type of attendees yeah. versus Disneyland. And it's just really different. Like you go to Disney World, you can't go anywhere else. You can't stay anywhere else. You're mm -hmm. like in that bubble. So trying to get us to be more like that, I don't. I don't think you can. Yeah. Well, it's interesting, too, because, like, I don't know, like, everyone in the world, but for people that I know that go to the parks, I never hear them saying, like, like for non-key holders, like, I I want to go to the parks, but I can't because it's booked up that day. Like, I hardly ever hear that from a general mission ticket holder. Right. Like, mm -hmm. a lot of times, if you want to buy a general ticket, you're able to go. So I don't know if this will increase the number of people, like, general and mission ticket holders going. Um because, yeah, like, a lot of tick key holders I know, too, like, they're not going to keep on going as much frequency as they are right now because that's just going to be super expensive. So, yeah, I don't know if that's... That, taking out the key holder program is definitely not an answer, I don't think. Yeah, and what upsets me about it is that this is coming on the heels of apparently one of Disney's best quarters with um, Genie Plus and Lightning Lane and things like that. So the fact that there's still anybody what no matter if he's talking about magic key or other ticket buyers mm -hmm. um you shouldn't call your customers unfavorable like that's just rude yeah <laughs> mm -hmm. and i get what he means like if you're a ticket or a magic key holder and you're going in with like your packed lunch and not buying anything like yeah they don't like you as much because you're not spending that money but you're still spending money to have your pass and going to the park mm -hmm. exactly like that you're still making money off those people regardless you know what i mean and like it's a lot of money for those passes that's why i don't have one you know? <laughs> so like <laughs> like they're they are they are paying you one way or another right so yeah i just it it Nah. <laughs> yeah. Eisner never would have called people unfavorable. <laughs> yeah, it was, I don't know if that was just like a, like a slip of like a thought when he said that. Because yeah, I feel like unfavorable is just like, why would you say that to your fans? Right. You know? So. Yeah, yeah and I think it just leaves us all wondering like, is he talking about me? Like, yeah. should I be offended by this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like Jesse said, like we spend a lot of money to go to Disney and you know, we buy stuff almost every time we go. So I shouldn't be made to feel like, am I unfavorable? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that's or like any, any fan of Disney shouldn't be called unfavorable, whether or not you're a key holder or not, you know? Yeah. So. Very true. Yeah. It's almost like we need a magical entity to show up and make it all better. Bippity boppity. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> Are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is reopening. It's been, it's been closed since the pandemic started. Um, so it's finally opening August 25th. Um, and if you want to make a reservation, you can starting now. So do it. Because I actually, it sounds like people, it's been getting booked up. So yeah, if you want to do it, do it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I miss seeing all those little glittery buns running around. <laughs> that sounds horrible. <laughs> <laughs> this buns. is a family show. <laughs> we need rachel back (laughs) but i mean if uh if you want to be at the parks later don't look to disneyland but you can look to (laughs) disney world for that yeah so the yeah the the parks have extended their or are going to be extending their hours uh through that throughout the rest of the summer so magic kingdom Although not every day, this is going to be select days. They are extending um, their time, their opening times from nine a.m. till ten p.m. I say that a caveatly that there's are a lot of select days that are going to be shorter just because of the Mickey Not So Scary Halloween. Mm. Um, so just keep that in mind. Epcot they will be open from eight thirty to nine p.m. from August twenty eighth through October first, um, and then Disney's Hollywood Studios will open from eight thirty a.m. Um, and close at 9 p.m. And then Disney's Animal Kingdom, that will open from 8 a.m. till 8 p.m. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like summer's halfway through, so I wish they kind of did this earlier. But, you know, um, at least if you got tickets then, you can enjoy the parks longer. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Is there any other caveats you'd like to share? No. Okay, yeah, you only did have one. I had, like, three. <laughs> <laughs> Pumpkins! Pumpkins. Halloween season is here. I'm so excited. So us West Coasters might be sad that the park hours are extending on the East Coast, but we get something really cool to come with Halloween. So have you ever seen the big pumpkin in the middle, like at at the end or the beginning of Main Street? The big pumpkin that you take a picture with? Mm -hmm. They actually are selling a take-home version of it that's obviously smaller, but it's still pretty big. Um, and it even lights up too inside and people are going crazy over it. Like it's right now, I believe it's already sold out. Wow. Yeah. But it looks really cool. Um, it's $70 if you do get your hands on it, um, starting because you can also get on eBay more expensive for a lot more. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's really cool. Like, I don't know. I want one, (laughs) but you know me, I want everything. (laughs) I saw them online though. They're big. They're huge. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. People like it has to be, they're, they're in like a giant box. So either people are just buying it and leaving or they're walking around at the park with giant Mickey heads, <laughs> pumpkin heads. Unfavorable. Unfavorable. <laughs> now this may be a little triggering for someone at the table, but do you think they're going to bring back the Jack Skellington popcorn buckets? <laughs> <laughs> they better. <laughs> better. I know they were so cool. They turned yeah. different colors. I know they lit up. Everything, everyone out there, if you see something you want, <laughs> don't say I'm gonna get it later. They're gonna go. Yeah. If you want that big Mickey popcorn bucket, <laughs> or not popcorn, it's just a bucket. If you see it, get it. Yeah. It'll be gone, and then you'll search for it for the rest of the season, and you'll never find it again. That Unless happened it's... to Jesse. Oh yeah. 
Unless it's the Elliot popcorn bucket, which are still available. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now at Company D for like yeah. two cents. Yeah. <laughs> like 12 bucks. 12 bucks. <laughs> I rounded down. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, check it out if you can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Elliot flies. Yeah, and light, he lights up. <laughs> I was trying to segue into our next one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Keyword trying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, flights. <laughs> so um, just, I mean, this is kind of travel in general, but something good to know if you do plan on traveling to Orlando or L.A. Um, or Anaheim, I should say, um, during the next couple months, because a travel app, travel app Hopper, if you're ever familiar with it, they project flights and costs um, that let you know, like, it's a good price or not. Well, they're um, estimating that airfare will drop um and be under like $300 from now through September. So if you do plan on traveling in the next couple months, make sure to do it because after that, October, November, they do expect it to go up again. But just something to think about if you do plan or maybe you're like thinking about it, but not sure. Well, hopefully this kind of helps you make your decision. Paris. I think they're talking more so domestic. I know. <laughs> but, I know. Yeah. I'm trying to get to Euro Disney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's not called that anymore. No, it's called Disney Paris. I like Euro Disney. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to segue to the sun. Magic Band! <laughs> yeah, so Magic Band Plus, I think we talked about this before, but they are out in the parks real life. Um, but for those who uh, schedule did their Disney trips to Disney World and order their Magic Bands to go with it. Well, I guess they're backordered because people aren't getting their Magic Band Pluses in time to go to wear them at the parks. But no. in order for to make this right, Disney is refunding people who bought them, but they are still shipping it to them. So that's cool, except they'll get it after their trip. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I guess that's nice that Disney is doing that, and I also hear that they are also sending out gift cards, too, for people to use. At least they can use that if they can find one at the park to buy one, too, so. Yeah, are they sold out at the parks? I don't, I'm not sure. I think they, there are some available, but probably, like, the least expensive, or popular ones, but at least they still get one. Yeah, still get one. Yeah. In a pinch. Yeah. Mm. So, just a note there. Just a note. Yeah. This last one in Parks and Rec, speaking of Halloween, this sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> because guests were stuck on Small World. Yeah, for hours. Oh, for hours? While the boat was sinking. Oh. <laughs> was flooding, yeah. And people aren't, I mean, obviously people weren't happy about it, being stuck there for hours and probably getting their stuff wet, too. Um, they didn't take them off the boats? No, because there was, I guess, there were, well, because you know how they had to take them out, like, one by one, so the people... Oh, I know. I've I've been taken off a boat <laughs> on Small World before. <laughs> yeah. We're not even breaching the worst part of it, is the song was probably playing the whole oh, time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't care about getting wet. I don't want to hear that song for hours. No, yeah. I can tell you, I got stuck on it in Florida before, and... We luckily were in the Polynesian part, so they you couldn't hear them singing it, but the song was going, and it took them about half an hour to shut the song off. Oh, and so they do shut it off. They shut it off, okay. and everyone cheered. <laughs> <laughs> and then it took about 20 or 30 more minutes for them to come get us off the boats. Ooh. But we weren't sinking, 
So I guess that's, that's a little good. bit better. <laughs> wow. So they were just stuck in water for hours? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they got replacement clothes for their <laughs> soak clothes. But I guess it'd be like, yay, you don't have to go on uh, Splash Mountain anymore. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what is with all those boats sinking over yeah, there? I don't know. They're not taking care of their stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. cool. So that brings us to our cover Disney. And then we'll get into our favorite moments. Yeah. Which we all have, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> all right. So for today's cover Disney, I wanted to highlight, like, if you imagine little late teen Sean, I used to look up, like, Disney techno remixes <laughs> or Star Wars techno remixes. So this is actually not techno, but it is a metal version of the Star Wars Force theme by Little V. And I thought it sounded cool, so I want to share it. Why haven't you played this for me yet? I'm playing it right now for you. Here we go. (laughs) Okay, Mario. (laughs) Here we go. God, it was amazing. I loved it. Great. <laughs> Yay. I'm glad we all liked it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Do you want me to go first for favorite moment? Yeah. Sure. Since I have one. Uh-huh. My favorite moment. I think I'm the one who's most excited for this because none of y'all care. <laughs> I put up my Savage Land shirt this week and I love it so much. <laughs> I liked the Savage Land shirt. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. I did uh, what looks like Sauron's skeleton as the T-Rex and then it said Jurassic Park and Savage Land and I bought it. Wow. It's on uh, magichavoc.threadless.com. Nice. Me? You. <laughs> um, I think this might be some of other people's in this group as well, too. Um, so we went on Friday to Disney DJ Dance Night. We didn't talk about it. I know, that. we didn't talk about it. I just realized. <laughs> um, but it's run by, I don't know, what the, I guess they call themselves Be Our Guest. Mm-hmm. Be Our um, Guest NYC. NYC. So if you want to follow them on Instagram, um, it's be, be Our Guest underscore NYC. Um, yeah, it's basically a dance party. Uh, we went to the one in downtown LA and they just play a bunch of Disney songs. They started out with like 90s music, um, but then they transitioned at nine o'clock to play all Disney songs, Disney, um, like Disney Channel movie songs as well, too, from the 
cartoons, everything uh, that you could think of. And it was just fun because, like, it was a very, like, eclectic group of people, too. It wasn't just, like, one type of people that you would see there. So that was fun to, like, like, you know, integrate with everyone. And it was just a fun night. So that's my favorite moment. Yeah, that's definitely my favorite moment, too. And also, too, to add on to that, there were people, like, dressed up in cosplays and stuff like that Mm -hmm. was awesome and then let's also not forget that i know this was outside of disney but they did play the theme song to all that and friends (laughs) i just have to throw that out there and that was amazing i think what i really appreciated this moment where um she was kind of a bigger girl and she was dressed as elsa and she got on stage and started singing to let it go and like everybody on the stage like backed away from her the guy came with his camera to like videotape her. They gave her a microphone and it was just really cool to see this girl who I imagine doesn't normally get this attention, like be accepted and get this attention in this space. So that was a really cool moment for me. Yeah. She was really cool. She was. was I also liked the girl who was, I guess dressed as Ursula's daughter from the descendants. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there was a descendant song and she ate it. Other people people were on the stage and they just had to back off because it's like, (laughs) Oh, this is yours. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and every time there's a Cheetah Girls song, there was a number one fan. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was. Go on she was up there in yeah. all of her glory. <laughs> so what was an unfavorite moment is Alan telling me that the songs that I wanted to hear are for old people. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody there was younger than me, and they didn't want to hear my songs. I didn't literally say it. I mean, insinuated it. You but... insinuated it. <laughs> Except I will say that my unfavorite moment is the fact that they did not play I Put a Spell on You. That yeah. is like yeah. that is iconic and especially at a dance party like how could you not play that song yeah well the next one is november 5th in la so i imagine just after halloween and just after hocus pocus 2 like they have to play it right um, i hope so maybe yeah yeah Duh. yeah so we will be there november 5th we haven't bought tickets yet so hopefully we are <laughs> but um <laughs> if you want to join us look into be our guest november yeah. 5th yeah cool Wait, you want to hear my moment? <laughs> no. <laughs> my we're favorite. Done. We're done. I don't know if we... I don't think we talked about it and we were, we were going to, but we played a game and it was called Star Wars Villainous. Yeah. yeah. And that was my favorite favorite moment because <laughs> uh, it was really fun. Yeah, it's yeah. a really fun addition. I'd say it's better than Marvel Villainous. Oh. I just love Marvel, so it's fine. Wow. But it was it was really fun. Like, don't get me wrong, I enjoyed it very much. It, and like, I I mean, I just love villainous in general. Um, but I have a special place in my heart for Marvel. Mm. So this one's different because it has vehicles you can add on, which made it a little more fun, I think. And then it also has the ambition to add to the regular monetary system <laughs> that you can use. Yeah. Yeah. I like how each theme, I guess, is different, has their different set of roles, so it makes things kind of fresh and new. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because it's, I, there were some things I was like, oh, that's new, and that's cool, so, yeah. Yeah, I'd say, me personally, I really liked playing Kylo Ren, I think, the most, and then after him, Massage Ventress was a lot of fun. I had a, I won, which was very <laughs> exciting, but then I was Moff Gideon. That's, oh, yeah. Which was not as fun because I had to <laughs> capture an experiment on Grogu, which I didn't You're want to do. And I didn't. <laughs> it happened. He's gone. I'm sorry. Oh, no. I played Asajj Ventress and um, 
Grievous. General Grievous. Um, Asajj Ventress, like, you have to complete missions for her. Um, so, like, that was a, that one was a little hard. Like, I would have liked to play her again, like, once I understood it better. Um, but it was definitely very interesting. Grievous was cool because you have to take out the enemies in order to collect their light, or take out the heroes, I should say, in order to collect their lightsabers. So I thought that was kind of cool. But Chris, we all played three times. How come you only played twice? Because y'all didn't wait for me because you're rude. And then Alan tried to butter me up and be like, oh, but it's okay. We're getting pizza later. Well, we didn't have to take the pizza. Oh, 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 oh. I'll deal with you later. Yeah, I started with Grievous because obviously his objective is my real life objective is to collect all the lightsabers. (laughs) So, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I think Darth Vader is a little more boring, but I did win as him, so it is what it is. <laughs> All he had to do was get Luke in the room and then spend some ambition. And I had to get Palpatine and Vader in the room, too. It was a party. Party. <laughs> Easy mode. Wow. <laughs> Jesse, Chris, would you like people to find you somewhere on social media or no? If you'd like to follow me on social media, I'm on Twitter at... Razorburn, it's R-A-Y-Z-Y-R-B-Y-R-N. Don't ask. <laughs> it's a gamer thing. Okay. Do you post any of your, like, matches or anything? Uh, I do from time to time, and, like, sometimes when I'm coming out with, like, new tech, uh, or, like, you know, that's me in training mode, just figuring out new things, um, like, I will post that stuff, so you'll see that on there. I don't have public social media so if you find me fun (laughs) (laughs) if you find me you're a stalker (laughs) otherwise just check out some other podcasts by these fine folks sometimes i'm on them yay so you can find me on solving for x which i mentioned we're going through x for 92 we just wrapped season two season three will come out next month which is the phoenix season it's gonna be exciting wow where else can they find us? You can also find us on Once Upon a Cult. What's that? Which is about <laughs> cults. We talk about oh. a cult every other week. Um, it is not a family-friendly podcast, so keep that in mind. <laughs> Neither is Solving for X. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you can also find me if you like the TikTok. Uh, I'm on TikTok. My username is DizGuyAllen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like post anything about disney updates news other things is on there if you want to see me act like a fool i'm there (laughs) i don't have to go in there to see that (laughs) um yeah and if you follow solving for x we do have a lot of fun um votes so even if you're not listening to it come join us on the votes they're fun he does what nasty boy you like everybody knows the nasty boys Mm-hmm. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next week, hopefully with Rachel. Yay. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.